Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. Oh, you want my number? Oh, no, sorry. I don't give it out to strangers. <laughs> yeah, but you can listen to my podcast, though. everyone and welcome to another episode of meet my mess with me carissa today i have one of my best friends here and my college roommate this is so crazy this has been like the guest of all guests i've been waiting to have of any of my friends um she's way cooler than me she's a podcaster she's a photographer she's a motivational content creator all the way from maui my bestie kayla rostein <laughs> Wow, that intro, you don't know, I'm actually cheering up. It makes me miss you so much. I'm just like, oh, I feel like you like see me for who I am. And I'm just like, I really appreciate Aww, that. I miss yeah. you a lot. It's been a really long time since me and Caleb have seen each other. It's been since the beginning of the pandemic. 2019. Um, I remember the last moment I saw you because we dropped you off at the ferry. Wait, oh my god, dude, the last time you saw me, I got into a massive fight with our other roommate. We won't get oh into that, but like nah, we didn't, we bad. didn't, we don't need to talk about that. Um, we like, went to a music since, festival, but we did. Um, but yeah, that was like such a bad way to say goodbye to you, but it's yeah, it's been a long time. I miss you a lot, and so it's really nice we get to like talk for a whole hour because we get to catch up on the phone, but like. You know, we don't get to like just like talk about life really anymore. It's more like of a list of like, okay, this is what's going on with me here, here, here. And then what's going on with you? Okay, cool. I'm caught up. I love you. I miss you. Bye. You know, so it's nice that we get to talk a little. Yes, I'm so excited. It's going to be just like our kitchen countertop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, do you talk about like smoking weed? Yeah, Yeah. it's fine. I talk about all the time. Kayla's actually the one that introduced me to smoking weed in the first place. When she met me, I was literally had not smoked weed in my whole life and you were like really like you seem like someone who would smoke a lot baby stoner yeah and then so we went to the beach you gave me a pipe and I smoked for the first time and I coughed my lungs out I was so late to the game like 19 wait that's actually crazy I I didn't know I did I mean I did know that but I didn't remember that that was like your first, My first experience time. yeah and then we would I just know. like literally get stoned and hang out and like sit in our kitchen and talk till like 1 a.m and then be like oh shit we gotta go <laughs> I gotta go to school tomorrow I know it's like kind of a crazy time to look back on it's kind of like a whirlwind I feel like college like so much emotion we were all so fucking partying all the time having so much fun and like super like young and like carefree but also just like really stressed out and depressed so it was like definitely a environment what I think it's what just, was I yeah. like oh, sorry no you gone oh I was just gonna say it's like you're it's definitely the age you're coming into yourself so it's just like you're like who the fuck am I away from like my high school away from my family like who am I separate from all of my hometown to like this new place like who do I get to be so there's just yeah. a lot of emotions with that obviously so we're yeah. all very heightened and dramatic always <laughs> always there was oh my god so much drama what was I like as a roommate was I a decent roommate like you can be honest oh I won't be god. offended oh my gosh you were literally <laughs> the best roommate we would spend literally 24 7 together and we, I would always say this to you I would be like you're literally the one person that I probably could spend all this time with because you in general, like you're just like so fun, but you're very like chill. Like I feel like you're just like a very chill person where I'm like not very chill. So like for me to have like a friend always with me, like, cause we would live together. We would, we had so much of the same classes cause we we're in the same major and minor. Um, and we would take the bus together every morning and dance together. Dance. Yeah. So we spent like literally 24 seven together and you're probably the only person I could have like put up with for that long. You don't really have a choice. (laughs) No, no choice. No choice. If I had a preference, it definitely would be you. Um, (laughs) I think you were a great roommate and um, you're always just super there for me when I need you. Um, I think if there was anything that I would like critique, it was messy. (laughs) 
<laughs> you were messy in your own space, but not really in the comments. Oh, there's. So I don't give, give a fuck. I don't okay. give a fuck if you're messy in your own space. It's okay. more so like on an emotional level. Like I would have wished that you um, would have like wanted to talk about like what you were going through sometimes because you oh. would just kind of like lock. You would just kind of like lock yourself away in your room and like be sad when you were. That sad. is so interesting. I've n- I didn't know you felt that way. Like not one well, part of me knew that. Well, obviously, I thought I was such a wreck. I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't talk to these girls about what I'm going through because I'm literally miserable and crying constantly. That's how I felt. No, no, I did not feel that way. And I think we're already so close, but I think like, I think it will happen in the future. I think we'll live together again at some point. I I just see it for us, like, or in the same. (laughs) And I think like if we were where we're at now, like in our mental health journeys, like we would have been a lot more like vulnerable and honest with each other, which like would have been just really helpful because, um, yeah, we're, we all were struggling. Like I was really Mm -hmm. struggling that year too. Like um, all of our roommates were, there's four of us and everyone was going through just going through it and I think we think like oh I can't burden um the people that I love because they're also going through things but it also when you talk about things it makes each other feel like less alone and like the struggle and just being like oh oh shit oh shit you're going through it I'm going through it too so fun let's just go through it together and like (laughs) laugh about our trauma (laughs) literally but where do you feel like that line is you know because like yes you want to like be like able to open up or like, I guess a better question would be, how do you have that conversation when someone kind of starting is to, is starting to put a little bit too much on you? You know, like, how do you feel like you have that conversation? Cause I think you're quite good with your boundaries. So I think that's something I want to yeah. hear you talk about. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I've definitely put a lot of thought into this. Um, yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I love because I love being there for other people. And something that I was taught that I really love and that I'm trying to incorporate into my life is asking people like, oh, do you have the space for this right now? Like, can we talk about this right now? Because um, sometimes I'll be like, yes, please. And then, then it just takes the burden off your shoulders of feeling like you're a burden, you know? Um, whereas if you just kind of open up to someone and they don't respond in the way that you want, you think, oh, it was me. I did something, but maybe they just weren't emotionally like available or didn't have the emotional space for that in that moment. But that doesn't mean they don't have it like in that time period. Like it could have just been that like exact moment that they just were dealing with something, um, that they couldn't be there for you or show up for you in the way that you needed. Um, but I think, I definitely think that if you ask people that is super helpful and also just like reading the room almost like see the the vibe like is it the vibe in this moment um and also giving people the opportunity to be there for you because I think that a lot of us we don't give people the opportunity because we don't want to feel like a burden when really the people that really love us unconditionally like we'll never, we'll never truly be a burden for them. You know, they might not have the space at that moment. And I think it's okay to be like, Hey, like, I love you so much. Like I've literally like said this, I've literally texted this to Julie, like mm-hmm. Julie's listening to this, like, sorry, Julie, but <laughs> like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like relay a, an example of a conversation. Yeah. Julie texts me a lot um, about all her things and I text her about my things. So it's like a very mutual thing, obviously. Yeah. But I have texted her before and be like, hey, I love you. I can't respond to this right now because I don't have like the emotional capability. Yeah. Like yeah. let's talk in a couple days. Um, I love you so much though. And like I want to be here for you, but not right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think yeah. that's totally fine to say. I think so too. And I think that the people in your life will respect you more for giving that answer than giving a half ass response or a response to what you need that's maybe going to offend you or like they're not going to feel heard because you can't be there you know like it's yeah Yeah. I think that's a really good piece of advice and with there is like people like Julie for example who like are really good at texting you (laughs) a lot about what they're going through which like we love because it makes you feel closer to them she's also very good at hearing that you know I think people who tend to potentially like maybe like share a lot they know they do it and they're like open to hear it I feel like you know too yeah exactly I totally agree with you it's literally like with the respect thing I think it just like makes sense like if someone were to say that to me like like with Hobbs for example my boyfriend I'm like 
sometimes I I'm like do you have the space for this and he's like really no no, not right now yeah and then if I do ask for like he just respects me because he's like oh like she actually cares about how I feel about this and um I want to I want to serve like her the best that I can obviously she loves me you know and I like with people in my life I want to be there for them um and if I can't be them if I can't be there for them in the way that they need me to be then I'm really just doing a disservice to both of us (laughs) yeah no seriously I agree good great point of view great piece of knowledge there yeah yeah I think we underestimate it we underestimate like asking people how they think before we like yeah. If you're going to dump, okay, there's a difference between like talking. I think this is like the clarification. Okay. Okay. I just said download. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. I say, <laughs> a, when I say download, I mean, just like something popped into my head that I like. Okay. Share. <laughs> um, there's a difference between like sharing your feelings and like needing like support and like dumping. Yes. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. Like 100%. dumping is like when you literally someone just like comes and word vomits on you, isn't looking yeah. for your opinion or your support or your advice or anything. Like they just want to like verbally dump on you so they can work shit out in their head. I think yeah. that is just like, I don't like that. Like mm-hmm. if you want to figure out your own shit, like, and I'm just here as like a literal like thing that you're dumping on, like go, go to your journal. Like go to yeah. your therapist. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Like, I see what you're saying. If you there, want yeah. like support and you want like someone to like share this moment with and like really like actually be in contact with that person while you're getting support and like listening to them and um not like over dumping on them basically. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's like where you ask for space, which dumping, yeah. I just think if you're gonna dump on anyone, like literally go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know. I think it's interesting too because I think like different friends will be able to handle those two things differently like I think some friends maybe would be okay with like you just coming and like them like vomiting their words on you and them just being like a sounding board you know I think some people might be okay with that and also I think it's important to know which friends will support you in what ways you know like if Mm. you know you have a friend who's like isn't super like maybe for example have a friend who's never had a boyfriend before you're not going to go to that person for relationship advice you know like go to people based on their strengths you know I think that's like huge there's yeah don't don't go expecting advice or someone to react to a way that you know they're not going to react in yeah exactly and just setting yourself up for sabotage (laughs) Yeah, you're setting yourself up to be disappointed and it's just really comes back to like yourself basically, like not not the other person. Like they don't know, they don't know how you want them to react. Like they're just no. living their lives. Yeah. They're gonna react how they really genuinely feel and think. And you know, you have to be prepared for that too when you confide in people. Yeah. So yeah. Damn, do you feel like you you like can be a sounding board for people sometimes? Like do you feel like you you're like okay with that? Yeah. Yeah, I do think so. Um, I think sometimes it is more like, I think maybe we're a little different in that way. Like, I think sometimes I um, don't always think people want to hear like what I have to say about their problems. Um, So sometimes I just don't. And I like, I'm I'm okay with them just like kind of dumping, I guess, like dumping it on me. Um, I think that if they expect like if they are putting some sort of responsibility with that that's a different story like if they're dumping on me and they're expecting me to check in on them every hour about what they dumped on me for or expecting me to call every two minutes or they're texting me about it literally constantly like not letting me able to do something else that's a different story but if you want to sit down for 20 minutes and just like cry yeah I can I I can do that you know, yeah, I feel like I can do that too in the right moments. And like, I definitely have that problem where like, I think you've probably seen me post on my Instagram, like what you said just a second ago. Um, like sometimes people don't want to hear what you have to say. And this is something <laughs> I'm literally learning like in the past six months. Like, okay. I'm like, damn. And I literally had to train myself. I had to sit down and be like, this is, and like, I don't know. I don't want to like reveal this secret because then people are going to hear me say it and they're going to be like, that's something you practice. But I literally had to practice it. Cause like, I'm such a solution-based thinker that whenever yeah. somebody would come to me, I'd be like, oh, well you could do this, 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 or blah, 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 blah. Or yeah. And I'm like, oh no, like they just don't want that. They want support. Yeah. And so I literally had to practice and I learned it from Brene Brown. 
just saying, oh my God, that's so tough. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I yeah. had to like- That's really rehearse, hard, yeah. Rehearse those words. That's so tough. <laughs> yeah. That's so tough. That's that so is, like, crazy. Because I just like, I'm so solution-based that I like was literally invalidating people's feelings because I was just like trying to like fix their problems. Then I'm yeah. like, no, this is not how it works. Like, it's so much better to just, a lot of the time, like I would say 80% of the time when someone comes to you, it's good to be like, oh my God, that fucking sucks. Like that, that, yeah. that fucking sucks. And just like literally validate them and make them yeah. feel okay through validation. Um, and then now I'm learning if I want to offer advice, I'm like, do you want to hear what I think? Like, do you want to yeah. hear my opinion? And then like, sometimes I'll say yes, sometimes I'll say no. Like I practice with all the cobs. Yeah. It's huge. And I feel like, cause sometimes they'll be like, uh, yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not going to like, you have to read yeah. the room. Like, it's yeah. like, oh yeah. But if they're like, or they're like, yeah, but if it's about, if it's, if you're not going to say this, <laughs> yeah, it's like okay like, well then you don't want my opinion because that's exactly what I'm gonna say <laughs> exactly and that's something I've learned this year and it's been like honestly transformative in my relationships especially in with my boyfriend like I think yeah. it's like because now I'm like oh I would always do it with him try to fix his problems when they're just like not he didn't need that he just needed me to like hug him and be like yeah I love you be that it's nurturing okay be figure yeah yeah you yeah. guys have been together for such a long time now. <laughs> you <right>. I know. <laughs> no, what I had do you think, like, the bit. secret of that is? Like, I wasn't even planning to talk to you about this, but, like, you guys have been there for a really long time, and I've seen, like, ups and downs and, like, ins and outs, but I still maintain <laughs> that you guys, like, are able to, like, work through things very well together, and neither of you has, like, given up on each other, you know? So, like, what do you think yeah. the secret to it is? just quickly yeah I would I, I have the answer it's very quick um be willing like literally I don't think if both both of us go to therapy um we actually go to the same therapist um and I think when both people are willing to not just work on their relationship but work on themselves um that that's what I see in Hobbes like and that's what he sees in me it's like no matter what we're not fucking perfect we are still like literally sometimes turn into little kids back and yeah. forth child self that wants to throw a tantrum and be bitch and be upset at the other person or blame or victimize like that just happens mm -hmm. so it's just about is that person willing to work on it and are they willing to own it when they are even if it's after the fact even if it's like oh shit there's something I need to work on I'm gonna do my journal I'm gonna go to therapy I'm gonna yeah. own that I was wrong like mm -hmm. I think that's that's why we are still so strong and honestly emotional wise we're stronger than ever because we have learned how to communicate with each other and we're both like mm -hmm. willing to do the work on ourselves so yeah answer you guys have a end goal it's like really that um working together as a team like even if things aren't easy you know like you have the both, yeah. both have the same end goal of like making this work out so yeah oh yeah. happy for you I'm happy you guys are in a good place I'm so happy for you okay <laughs> Um, but back to me and you, <laughs> um, what really what, matters here, what really matters here, because we can talk about boys any day and we do, um, <laughs> but like, what's your favorite memory of ours together? We have so many. Oh my God. Do you have one? Yeah, I, I, I have so many, but I'm trying to, um, yeah, it makes me sad though. Okay, I'm trying to think of one specific memory because we had so many together and also I have the worst memory okay. <laughs> in the world. Oh, um, I think I know what you're going to say. Okay, it's okay, but sad. Um, no, I don't have anything specific. Like I, the thing is I'm having like little like- um, Flashbacks. Pictures and flashbacks. What's my well, you literally looked like you're about to cry. Do you want me to go first? I have one. Yes, go first. Okay. 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 So God, we got memory. to go on a little trip together to LA, which was like the best fucking time ever. Like we had the best trip ever. It wasn't just us. We had our like entire dance team there, but like it might as well have just been us because we <laughs> weren't really with anyone else. With anyone. <laughs> we just like kind of ran around. Um, but the favorite absolute favorite part of it is the fact I stuck my neck out for you and I was a 
super spy. And I, Kayla, got herself into so much trouble on this trip. So much fucking trouble. Um, she was willing to leave our university trip to like go see Hobbs who she hadn't seen I don't know what four months five months like it had been a really long time at this point you guys were like just kind of like rekindling things yeah yeah like rekindling things and you were like I need to see him like this is like my one time to like figure things out for myself like I need this I need (laughs) this so bad I was like yeah you go like I'll cover for you you go but it wasn't just me that had to cover for her. It was like two other girls, two in the same room. And eventually you just like went MIA. Like I couldn't, I texted you, was calling you. I was like, everyone knows. Like, cause eventually, <laughs> eventually I got a text. I was like, where's Kayla? And I think it was probably, it had to have been our roommate that snitched. She definitely fucking snitched, bro. Like there's no way. Like, yeah, it was definitely a snitch moment. Yeah. Cause I, we got, I agree. I got a text. I was like, where's Kayla? And I was just like, well, how the fuck does anyone know that Kayla's not here? Like, I didn't tell <laughs> anyone. Like, how, is Kay- how do people know this? And then I was like texting you. I was like, you got to come back. You got to come back. People know. People know. And then they were and like I texting me. Off my phone. Yeah, you did. We're answering me. They're texting me. They're like, you obviously know where Kayla is. Like, because at this point in time, like everyone knew we did everything together like they're like you know where she is I was like nope sorry <laughs> sorry don't know like riding this to the end and eventually oh, yeah. like the next day we you like had to come like walk and like face everyone like a fucking bi- badass bitch I don't know how you did that I wouldn't have been able to face I everyone. was so scared Literally, <laughs> like know. the funniest part is that like well I still wasn't answering anyone the next day because we had a sleepover me and Hobbs like we got a hotel yeah and we were all at the breakfast, next day, the whole team. You guys were all like at the, <laughs> um, the mall or whatever. Like people, were, people were going. I had Snap Maps, so I could see where oh. everyone was. And, and there's like the what's it called? Like the rose something. Why? Why is it know. blanking? Melrose. Faith, um, Mel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we were yeah, there having every, breakfast. Everyone was at Melrose, yeah. and me and Hobbs were at Melrose scootering around. <laughs> and I look on my Snap Map, and I'm like, "Fuck, they're right here! Like, they're right outside! Go, go, go!" And I was like, "We gotta get out of here!" Like, that is so up. funny. Yeah, because um, you're like, "Well, now I'm fucked. I might as well just enjoy my day." Like, at this yeah. Point. And I was just like, priorities. I knew I was leaving yeah. like the next year, pretty much. Um, so I wasn't worried about them. Taking and honestly, me off just the like, dancing. don't be a fucking narc. Like, yeah. Also, I was just trying <laughs> to like, it worked out. Me and Hobbs are back together. Like, we got back yeah. together a couple months later when um, we came to Whistler. So I was like, I did this for the long term, not the short yeah. term. Like, obviously, worked short out. term sucked. I was so anxious and so scared. But I was just like, <laughs> but like, no one even did anything do. about it. They're like, yeah, we might have to like review your place on the team. And then like, they didn't even like say anything to you. It was just like, okay. yeah, I just like cried. Like, I'm so sorry. I didn't <laughs> yeah. put anyone in a shitty position. I was safe. You're like, <laughs> I was just really horny and really needed to see my ex. It's been a long time. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. That, that was one of my favorite memories because, like, as much as like you got in trouble, I thought it was super entertaining. Oh my god, <laughs> my favorite <laughs> memories. Sorry. What? Okay. Oh my god, when we did go to the music festival that one summer, um, when mm-hmm. we were heading to the music festival and we went to the smoke lounge oh yeah it was and a good at day. the smoke lounge they had the same box oh, yeah. that we had in victoria the exact yeah. same one and it was just like such a memory and i Full was just like so, i was so stoked yeah. and then we got way too high and i was like super yeah. paranoid but during like that moment like that was like amazing that was a good time um yeah we shared but a honestly i don't like in terms of like the thing is, I don't, I don't have like a specific memory. I just yeah. remember like the daily things that yeah. made my life with you. And like, it was definitely coming home every single day and just like chatting, chatting. about everything in our mm-hmm. lives. Like mm-hmm. it was like, it was just like every day, it was just like so fun. And we would just like laugh and we were just like, oh, we were just like, honestly, have so much fun doing literally nothing. Just like sitting. Just being broke, college students. <laughs> 
making shitty food flurries flurries. even though it was like a 10 minute walk away still order it so lazy (laughs) why so lazy lazy. (laughs) that's so so funny but that's like canada for you it's too cold we're like too cold to walk and uh, it was like it was such a good time like every time we came back from like dance or whatever like we would just get to hang and uh, we were just like so close it was so fun yeah, we, honestly we I know. it was like a it's a crazy like distant memory because it just has been because of covid that's like just like how it's unfortunately been but the thing is like if it wasn't for covid like i would have seen you so many times i would have seen you oh yeah i would have seen you probably at least five times yeah hopefully yeah it was it was literally like i saw you and then i went to like south america and then europe and then covid covid Mm -hmm. and then it was like Mm -hmm. done and then i was like Mm -hmm. oh shit what is what is traveling i don't know (laughs) I would love to know again. Um, You're going to know again. You left. I know I'm excited. Um, You left me. And I remember you saying you were considering leaving. So like what pushed you to make that like final decision to like leave and pursue like a creative career? Because that's a big step. And I remember when you told me you did that, I was like, I knew I was like, as much as like, I don't want you to go. I was like, every part of me is like, no, like you need to go do this. I remember that. Yeah. And I remember being like, I'm fucking jealous. And I wish I like had the balls to do the same. But like what pushed you to like finally do that? Because it was a huge move. It was a big decision. Yeah. Just for anyone like listening, just like a summary is basically I would go home during the summers and the winters from university and I would do wedding photography and couples photography. And um, my second year from the beginning, I was kind of just saying like, I don't know if I'm going to stay because I felt like it was like second end of second year. I was like, either I finish, either I continue on and I finish or yeah. I stop now. Like I literally just saw it as kind of like a, if I continue from here, like I'm just going to finish my degree because it's only like two and a half years. Mm-hmm. I'm already halfway through, but I'm halfway through. So if I'm going to get out of here, I should do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was always a thought in my head. You know, I was always talking about it. Always made me really sad because I, truly made such good connections like that was like the best part of university for me was truly like making connections with you and Julie and Tegan and just all even the more like um not as long or as strong relationships in my life like I truly enjoyed all the connections I had and that was really what was holding me there was like the people and but then I realized um that I was studying business in university or I could just like have a business and I could just start it um, and I was already making pretty good money um and at this time this was like I was only making like 250 dollars for a shoot so I thought that was like really good money um it's enough that's, like, though and like that was enough know. to convince me yeah. like, this is fucking yeah something. and that's already in like the very beginning like 250 dollars for an hour like obviously that's like so so, so good. a lot like, of money yeah yeah 20 19 years old So I think the pushing point for me was just kind of like I could start my business or I could just like continue to learn about business. And I would say I've always been someone who always said university was a stepping stone for me, more like a Mm -hmm. mental stepping stone into like adulthood. So I never went into university with the goal of getting a degree. I almost went into university with the goal of I don't give a fuck what happens with my degree. (laughs) Um, Yeah need a degree right now unless you're going to continue on with your master's or your doctorate mm-hmm. um but that's kind of just my personal opinion for yeah. myself especially and now more than ever <laughs> yeah like <laughs> literally and I just like there's so much work to go around here and yeah. um I didn't I don't think I could I like kind of knew but I didn't completely make the decision until I was already halfway through the summer here that's true right so you're I, right I was already like working on my business and it was halfway and I remember it was like July 1st and I was just like I yeah. gotta make this fucking decision and yeah. I like called you guys and texted you guys and I was just like this is going good for me I'm really happy I was like really happy um being back in the ocean and on the island Mm -hmm. and yeah and obviously things have been up and down since then but like the first couple months like I was really worried um about being alone like everyone was going to leave after the summer all my friends were going to go back to school and I was going to still be on Maui and 
actually that time that I was alone in September when everyone went back and you guys were back, like I was like, am I going to be jealous and blah, blah, blah. Like I was so worried, but that was honestly like one of the happiest times of my life because yeah. I finally, for the first time, um, got to spend time with myself. And I had never done that literally in my entire life. Like mm-hmm. literally ever since I was a kid, I've always been like glued to my friends, loving yeah. being extroverted and having activities. And like, it was the first time that I got to like sit alone on the beach and read my book and yeah. teach workout class and work and hang out with myself. Like, mm-hmm. and I, and I completely like led into my whole spiritual journey and like, yeah. it's just, yeah, it's all, it's, so that's basically, it was just a leap of faith. And I was just and like, it this is what out. I see for myself. And super grateful. I have a super successful business now. Yeah. Um, like training other people so that I can kind of like keep my business, but move on a little bit if I want yeah. to. Like yeah. it's, it worked out for me, I think. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I know. I'm so yeah. proud of you. I, I knew it was the right decision you. for you. And uh, I remember you saying that too. I remember you like, <laughs> yeah, I do. I so knew. It did. It made me, did make me sad, but like, I knew it was the best thing for you. I knew that all the time, like as much as like you always had a positive energy, you were always just talking about how much you miss Maui. And then eventually it was just like, okay, then just like go back. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you really want to be there, like go, just go be there, you know? So, um, and I think that's like a really good point that you made there about just like if you know in your gut fully something's right like why the fuck would you ignore it you know like yeah it's it seems so hard like people think it's so hard to like make decisions sometimes but really at the end of the day like you know the answer to pretty much all of your decisions you yeah. just like have to learn to listen to them you know your intuition yeah yeah no. it's like just take some time and, some and you were gonna like you were going like abroad too. yeah like, I was I was going, going to France you, that year like- so I wasn't yeah. going to be there if you came back. And um, so that's why I also didn't really matter to me because <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, literally. she's good. I'm not going to be there. So it's up to you. I, literally, and you were like my yeah. closest person. So I yeah. was just like, you're going. If I'd stayed, I probably would have gone abroad. Um, but I also, that was like a big thing wanting, I wanted to stay because I was like, oh, I could go abroad. But then I just realized I could travel. Just, yeah. That's the other reason. That's, oh, I forgot. That's the other reason I dropped out. I really want to travel. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And then I literally traveled. Mm-hmm. In South America mm-hmm. and Europe before COVID, which was like the greatest blessing that I got to travel. And I'm sure you feel the same way too. You got to travel. Yeah. In oh Europe my God, dude, COVID. I was miserable as fuck before. So yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I want to switch gears for a <laughs> okay. sec because there's something I would like to talk to you about. Um, and it's okay. just like your confidence. The day I met you, I remember we were at a dance audition. And I saw you and you were wearing like these like floral ass tights. And she like came in just like looking around like no one else was there and like started like just stretching and like just like taking up space. And I like, looked at her and I was like, wow, this girl's gonna be a really good dancer. And she's really intimidating. I remember thinking that like before we even liked anything, I just knew you were gonna be a good dancer, just like with how you carried yourself. Like dancers carry themselves in a way that you know they're dancers sometimes, I feel like. Um, yes. And I knew could tell that you had been dancing for a long time by like just the way you carried yourself and I saw you but I also knew I was like but I think that's someone like that's gonna be my friend so I went up to you and I was like do you want to like get lunch and you're like actually I have plans (laughs) (laughs) I was like cool (laughs) and you're like but I'd like to but I have plans and I was like okay that's fine um but my point was like just like your confidence was like really drew me to you like the second I met you and it's no secret you have confidence you always tell me you have confidence so have you always been that way like where did that come from (laughs) Okay, first of all, I'm sorry for that comment. I have plans. What a fucking bitch. <laughs> no, but you were nice about it. You're like, I do want it to hang out, but I just have plans. <laughs> so, And I was just like, I thought, I think I like thought you were pretty like intimidating. Like you definitely Which, have like an, an intimidating yeah. era. And I, but I like to be friends with people that are intimidating. It's almost like a little like, I'm like, you can be intimidating, but yeah. I'm going to get you to like me. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a challenge. Okay. It's like a challenge. Yeah. And I remember being saying. like, this girl's definitely cool. Like, Aww, I totally thanks. did think you were a stoner at first. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Um, okay, but confidence. Yes. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be completely honest here. Um, I, I believe in a lot in astrology. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Which I'm, is cool. I'm an, It's okay. Yeah, and 
and I'm an Aries with like a Leo on the midhaven. So literally, it's literally in my chart to just like, I just have this exuding extroverted confidence. Um, I think a lot of it from my childhood, I always like to like tell people when they ask me this, um, there is a lot of privilege in growing up feeling confident because that means that your family um, and people in your early childhood really like affirmed you and affirmed how mm-hmm. great you were and really just built you up. And I think there's a lot of privilege in that and a lot, not a lot of people get to experience that. And so I don't like to be like, yeah, I just have this natural confidence. To yeah. Like, I do think I have a natural way, like, cause I do believe in astrology, but I think so much of it comes from just being built up, um, as, a child and like mm-hmm. being able to like just being the youngest of my brothers and then not really being there and like me kind of mm-hmm. being like I had siblings but I was also grew up as a child like in the only one being the only one in the house yeah. so it was just like kind of how I was raised to just kind of like know that I was mm-hmm. good at things and also I just like was naturally gifted at piano and I always enjoyed dance and I did good in school. So it's just like, I feel like it's a accumulation of mm-hmm. just like building things up kind of um, mm-hmm. as a child. And I think um, I was almost in like, until I was, I don't know, maybe even like last year, like I was kind of in like almost like a daze, like almost like a fantasy of like the confidence and like going through my spiritual journey I almost and like kind of like getting to where I am now I'm like damn was I really this is the question that I'm like always like thinking about was I really confident or did I just base my worth off of how good I was at things so I really just was extroverted and likable and went for things because I based my worth off of how good I was at things and um how much attention I got and um and confidence comes with that. You come into the room, you're confident, people look right at you, you get attention. Yeah. And I think for me, it's almost been the reversing of that a little bit. And with that has come a little bit, almost like a little like knock to my confidence. Yeah. Because I'm like, I was so sure of myself for so long mm-hmm. and so sure of who I am. And then when I realized like, oh, is, is this actually serving me? And it kind of wasn't really serving yeah. me anymore because I was like, Cause then when I wouldn't be so great at things or didn't get all the attention I want, like I'd be really upset, really yeah. anxious and not feel like myself. And it's like, it, it's almost been I like think a you're less, thing yeah. of confidence. Yeah. Like, I think it's, it's yeah. Sorry, go what you're going to say. No, no, no. no, no say I was just going to say that. Um, I think also with that, like something you said there stood out that you're very, you said that you're like very, like naturally you were good at naturally good at things like the piano and things like that. And, I think the things that you're naturally good at are the things in society people see to be the most important things to be good at. Value. So probably really affirmed your confidence, like growing up, like, again, like you saying you always naturally did well in school. Well, if you were did naturally well in school, that was like the almighty, you know, like mm-hmm. if you got A's, like you were so much better than the kid who got you're C's. Valued. Yeah, you're valued way more. So it's just like you said, natural. You're, you're going to have a great future. You're going to have a great yeah. future because yeah. you are so good at school. Because you get A's, and yeah. Because you get A's and you are so good at an instrument and you dance and like that's your sport and you're yeah. athletic. Like it's just like all these things that like lead up to this is what makes you good enough. And then mm-hmm. I was like literally after literally after university like I'm I'm saying like I literally is almost in like fantasy like in a daze of like this almost like pseudo pseudo like that mean like fake pseudo confidence I don't really know what that means (laughs) like like almost like a fake like confidence um but it, it felt really real like I felt super it felt so real um but when I wasn't confident I was like who am I so then I was like oh shit let's like let's like rewind and go back um and I think since then, like, I definitely struggle with my confidence more. Um, oh. And also being told you're pretty. Like, that's another thing. Like, literally growing up, like, I was thin, I was fit, I was pretty, like, according to other people, like, mm-hmm. like, just according to other people. Mm-hmm. Also, literally, like, being white, like, that has such a fucking big impact on that meeting Eurocentric beauty standards. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. that, that, that boosted like my confidence growing up and it, you kind of had the perfect formula to build someone with good confidence you know exactly and yeah. like 
I think like almost like I truly believe that like right now I am at a point where I'm more struggling with my certainty and my confidence in myself. Like I am not a hundred percent feeling super good at where I'm at. And I'm like, that's exactly where I need to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First of all, yeah. I build fucking character. Yeah. Yeah. Second yeah. of all, I'm going to be able to be truly confident because I'm going, I'm taking a step back and kind of unwinding things and being like, okay, let's build like true confidence where you're actually confident in who you are mm-hmm. rather than like who people want you to be. That makes sense. That is huge. I love that so much. That is so, so big. I don't know. That's like I know. I can tell like that it's hard for you because like I feel like it's probably the first time you've like really felt this way. So like, how yeah, are you like uncertain. coping with it? You know, <laughs> like how like what are you doing to like like you kind of mentioned like you see the positivity and how you're feeling right now, but like when you're yeah. like not feeling the best about yourself, is like there's something <laughs> you turn to, something you say to yourself, or is it just like fucking sitting in? like wait for it to pass um always moving my body Mm. whenever I'm feeling like shit about myself like I need to physically like move my body whether that means like dancing like I hit my friends up tonight because like we have been like just dancing together and I've been like I was like can we dance tonight or tomorrow like I need to move my body yeah or I miss that so much (laughs) or literally just like like literally just like moving my body like in any way like I hop on the bike like I'll go for a swim like I literally moving my body literally shifts um my state so basically if Mm. I'm like really feeling down on myself I can actually get out of my head because I get so in my head when I'm like we all do when you're in that like self-deprecating self-loathing judgment place for yourself like it's all in your head it's all in your head you're not present in your body that's why people like dissociate because you're literally all in your head you tune out you're not even in your body anymore so basically like it's just like you have to get in your body like I like to like get in I have to like physically like tap into my body um even like tapping when you tap like there's yeah, the meridian point like that. have you learned about yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love the tapping yeah anxiety. Um, it does actually it does and for me like yeah I guess like I'll be really upset and I'll just like kind of hit it to the ground for a couple days and I'll just like be there and then eventually like I do kind of just like rally and pick myself yeah. up and I'm like you have to like, you have to you know you like, just, yeah you just keep moving and yeah. definitely seeing the purpose I'm like damn I'm going through this um so honestly I can have more empathy for people like I need to have yeah. like if I just like lived this life where I was like super confident in myself all the time and like I just felt so good always like in the delusion almost that's yeah. the delusion and it's not relatable you know like it's not relatable yeah you can't have empathy and compassion for people because you don't truly understand and I feel like um that honestly makes me almost like a little excited I'm like oh my god like I can like understand more when I'm talking to people and I can like I want to help people and I know that's one of my callings in this life yeah. and because of that I need to be going through some more difficult shit than what yeah. I was honestly like raised with and obviously like we all have the moments in our childhood that shift us. But like, for me personally, like, I just do feel grateful that I did have like people always lifting me up, which is like, mm-hmm. really grateful and literally just such a privilege. Like I cannot, I cannot, it's just like literally such a privilege. Like, I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, it's nice to hear, you know, you know, like it's, that's like all I think people ask for, like people who have been through hardships and stuff is all people ask for is like, the fact that like maybe you don't understand but like you want to and you feel lucky for what you do have you know and like that's something mm-hmm. you've always like possessed you've always acknowledged your privilege in every single situation so I think that's something that you should be very proud of and like people can definitely take away from that and yeah, yeah. I forgot where I was going with that but I think it's pe- something people should do more often and when it comes like what to- if I just stood here and was like Oh yeah, I have confident. I'm confident, and this is my secret. I drink three. I drink. I drink three smoothies a week, and I work out ten times a day. Yeah, and I meditate for two hours, yeah. and I get in my zen. It's like you'd be like, no. shut the fuck up, you know? Like, no, that's yeah. No, that's not. That's not the recipe to feeling good about yourself and confidence. I mean, it helps. Like that stuff mm-hmm. helps, but it's not. It doesn't take away from all the past things that people have experienced that have made them feel like they're not good enough you know from either their parents or um like the school system or like so many or just like literally like the systemic prejudice of our countries like it's Mm -hmm. literally 
I just can't sit here and be like, oh, this is like the secret. Like, no, it's like people are raised and that's what we all get dealt our different set of cards. Mm -hmm. And like, that's just how it is. And there's no secret, you know, that's the thing is like, there's no secret to anything. And like, yeah, there's so much just discussion about these kinds of stuff. It starts to get difficult to like sift through it all when there's so much to be said, but at the end of the day, there is like no recipe. And it's about, I guess, yeah, seeing the, the end of the tunnel. So I like what you said there. And also one other thing that you said that I wanted to touch on was, oh my gosh, it's going from my head. It's going, it's going, it's coming back. No, it's gone. Um, I it hate was a really that point though. I hate that so much. It was like something I really was hoping we could talk about, but that's okay. It's gone now. Yeah, it's okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So like the last thing I kind of wanted to talk to you about was, um, just the fact that like, it kind of goes hand in hand with what we're talking about. You're very hardworking. You're very productive and all these things. And like, like you said, you've often like been praised for these things in the past. And we've had conversations in our private life about how that creates a lot of pressure for you, you know, to like keep up with these expectations other people have put on you and these expectations you put on yourself to like always be productive and always like live up to what people expect you to live up to because you have succeeded in the past. So how do you manage those expectations now? Because I know that's something you have been working on or you did work on. Damn, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Long-winded, <laughs> but... Uh, no, yeah, no. Um, I think a lot of people can relate to this where kind of like what we were talking about before, um, we base like our worth and how successful we are off of things that society has praised us for, um, being good at things, being super smart, being um, like, like um, pretty like that's literally not even a thing it's, it's literally know. just what like this the standard whatever like um yeah and I would say for me the biggest thing has been like self-awareness um okay. and just like being able to recognize that and actually um I had this really good thing in therapy today and it kind of has to do with this so I'm gonna share it and it's like a okay. new insight for me so like Take it easy on me if I don't explain it well because it's kind of. But I'm 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 open here. I'm open to be vulnerable. Like I, I, I we would I, we would love you to. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm I'm gonna walk my talk. Um, okay. I always say like vulnerability is the way. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna do it. This is what I talked about in therapy good. today, and it kind of has to do with this. I was saying that I can be judgmental of other people because I'm like they're not doing enough. Like they're not hustling. Mm-hmm. They're not doing enough. And then I realized that I'm actually just like jealous of people who feel that way because for me um my productiveness um and my like enoughness can be like almost fueled by like fear and shame like it can be fueled by me being like oh well I gotta do this like what you're saying I gotta do this or else like these are my expectations I have for myself like no one else is really setting these expectations for me it's really myself um I mean obviously like the system in general sets it but like it's really me and I'm like, realize, and I'm like, damn, I'm actually jealous of people who literally are just very like carefree. They're like free within themselves because they feel like removed from that pressure or maybe like, maybe they didn't experience it as a child. Like maybe they yeah. didn't have like the same praise. So they didn't um, like create the same expectations for themselves for what made them like worthy and good enough and successful and um, interesting and all these things that we want to be. Um, and I realized that I'm jealous of that because mine isn't fueled by like joy and fulfillment, fulfillment. Like it's not fueled by all these good things. It's actually fueled by something that's like not great, like fear and shame and being worried that it's not going to work out. So I like work really hard and I'm just like, I don't know. I'm still fucking figuring it out. I don't know how to manage the expectations. So that's literally what I worked on in therapy. I love this answer. (laughs) I love it though. Cause it's, it's so true no I do I didn't really have anything more to say than it's so it's so true but um no I like that you were vulnerable about that there as you were like talking I was like she's she's just talking off the cuff and I'm loving it um (laughs) I know I I like I don't know thank you for listening I really appreciate that and like I don't know is that something like you experienced um 
Yeah, I would say my self-worth is very intertwined with my ability to succeed very much so. And like, that's like something I'm just realizing like now, like I like, yeah, very similar. Like I've always kind of just naturally fallen into like good grades and things like that. And so Mm -hmm. I naturally was successful, but like in like the way that people wanted me to be, but now success looks, I guess, so much different for me than it once did. Um, it still does look the same in terms of like career goals and stuff, which I'm trying to kind of like mitigate. Like I'm still in a place. I think that if I'm always like, if I still don't get to these goals, like it could take longer than I expected, but if I don't get there, like you're still, you're still not good enough. Like if you don't get there eventually you're fucking all this thing, time you spend on something is worthless. Yeah. And like, it's honestly a fear of judgment. Like I'm terrified of failing at something and having people be like, oh my God, like that's so embarrassing. And she failed at that. Like I can say that that it's a self-motivated issue. That's like, oh, I put this pressure on myself, but it is very external for me. I think like, yeah, I am confident, but yeah, it's still like that little girl that like wants approval and wants people to look at me and think, oh, wow. It wants to be known. Yeah. Wants like, wow, and look at what she's and there's doing. There's nothing wrong with that. There's this yeah. is the thing that all stuff. There is nothing wrong than wanting like praise and attention and acknowledgement for yeah. the, for your hard work. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And I think people try to like villainize that. And I don't think that's true. Yeah. I don't think that's true at all. I think it's that's totally good as long as it's not like impeding you, you know, as long yeah. as it's not like hurting you. Like it's totally okay. good. Like if you're someone like that, us like grew up in dance and theater and yeah. Loves to like be on stage. Be on stage. Office. Yeah. yeah office. <laughs> want that attention and like yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. And they try yeah. to tell you like that's bad. I love to perform, but it's you know? not. Like, yeah. It's not. Yeah. You deserve that. You deserve all the attention you want people <laughs> to. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> on that note. Um, yeah. No, that's like a really interesting way to think about it because I always am like, Carissa, stop fucking like wanting other people's approval so bad but maybe I should like just be okay with like getting some attention every once in a while and like know that I yeah. am myself so and I think I am. that some people are just like that like yeah. I think some people want attention some people don't want attention and there's no bad or good or wrong yeah. or right it's I just don't think that I think it's like totally okay and that's something I had to like redo because I was just like well yeah. why do I why do I want all the attention and my therapist was literally like um uh, What's the problem? Because you're you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You did. Like, yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, you deserve that. Yeah. And I think okay. um, I like anyone, that. it's it's the balance, right? Because yeah. it's like not like basing your value off of people's like opinions and judgments and worth, but it's also like knowing that you deserve the attention. Like you can have. And both. It's okay to relish in it when you do get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. I yeah. just learned something. I just feel like I went to therapy. <laughs> Same. I really yeah. feel like I'm in yeah. therapy right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow, okay. I have a lot to reflect on and write about and think about after all of this. Um, and hopefully too. everyone listening does too. Um, this was a good talk, dude. Yeah, it was a we good talk. We should do this more often. I know, just on our own. Um, well, it does It does feel like we're just like FaceTiming yeah. anyways. But I love it. Thank you. Thanks for doing this with me. I love you. Thank you. You're so smart you. and you're someone I look up to and I'm really lucky to have you in my life. So thank you again for doing this. With I me. love you. <laughs> thank you for being patient with me until we got I'm always going to gonna be here. <laughs> uh, I know. I miss you so much. And I promise as soon as I can, I will be there to see you in I real know. life. I know. Hopefully, let's hope. Like, I, I can't believe you're leaving though, dude. Like, I'm like. But a lot of these cruises come through Maui so but like that would be so amazing I would that would be the most amazing thing ever yes yeah, so really hopefully hope we'll happens. make it work and I'll have like a couple months where I'm not um doing anything maybe I can come visit you but um yeah yeah or hopefully by the time you're back like when will that be like everything will be or I don't know like yeah I don't know around then I don't know if you in November you said six months yeah four to six months I don't know. Not good at math or months. Like <laughs> yeah, us sitting here being like, we're naturally great at school. We're naturally good at the end. And then I'm like, count six, December, May, June, January. July, August. <laughs> Doesn't know the months. <laughs> um, oh. you want to drop your socials or anything like that? Yes. <laughs> you guys can follow me at Sundays KK. 
um, on all platforms, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. I do. I talk about a lot of the shit that we talked about today. Um, so yeah, yeah. Follow she me ha- she there. makes great content. She posts unreal photos at the beach. Um, and <laughs> oh, yeah, and I have a podcast. And she's podcast. It's called oh, yeah. Skinny Dipping. Skinny yeah. Dipping. Um, and you can find on Instagram Skinny Dipping Diaries and on all streaming platforms. Um, it's great. Skinny Dipping. I. It's really great. Season it three. Is probably in coming sometime in soon yeah coming sometime in the sometime I don't in know the sometime but in the time <laughs> the first two seasons are really good and I'm really they are really of, good I'm really proud of it and um it's literally my baby like I'm so proud of it um yeah yeah, yeah check it out and it's a lot of work so yeah go check it out and support her because she's people great. don't understand how it is a lot of work take. one day we need yeah. to get on and just like chit chat about that about <laughs> that yeah no, it does. And, especially, it and you're like yeah. busting them out left and right. I'm like, damn, how does this girl do it? Like, that's like amazing. Uh, like, it's so it's, amazing. It's a lot easier alone, I think, too. Like, okay, it's harder in some ways, but like, I'm not on anyone else's schedule. I'm not, you know, yeah. like, it's all just like when I have an hour, I sit down, yeah. you know, so. True. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, I love you. And I thank you, you, everyone, for listening.